and welcome to The Haunted Ride. I'm your host, Melissa, and thank you for joining me. Now, I hope you have your tea and your snacks, but I do want to let you know that this episode's going to be a little different than what we normally do. We're not going to have a promo this week, um, because this episode, it it's being done because I feel drawn to do it for you guys. I, I feel drawn to talk about a particular topic with you guys. And that topic is how self-love and self-growth both contribute and affect your spirituality and your spiritual growth. Um, Now, if you're new to the show or you tune in every so often, you listen to a couple of episodes, you skip a couple, um, or if you're brand new to the podcast, welcome. Normally, we're a paranormal show and we do talk about, like, we talk about paranormal stuff, we talk about aliens, we talk about cryptids, we talk about, actually, well, that's a lie. The first time we ever talked about aliens is going to be on an interview where I finally got to share the one, like, UFO experience I've ever had. <laughs> but I'm pretty much open to any and all experiences, um, as long as whoever's telling them or sharing them is doing it in a really non-judgmental way. I just, you know, this podcast is really for people to validate their experiences. And feel like they've found kind of this like sanctuary and community where they can feel um, that they can share their experiences without being judged and without being afraid or or they think that someone's going to call them bad names or think badly of them. That's really what this podcast is about. But a lot of times we do touch on spirituality and I don't know if it's like, I know we just had like a really big moon phase change. It was a very important moon on June 17th. Um, and I don't know if I'm being affected by that because that was my birthday. And so I know that when I was reading things and listening to other podcasts talk about it, they were saying like people whose birthdays were around that time, they would be highly affected by it. Or if it's just like seasonal changes, or, um, I know right now, I think a lot of people worship the goddess Litha, which I, I don't know anything about. Um, but it's basically kind of like how they had um, Ostara during spring and they have Litha during summer. Um, I, I, I don't know really what it is. All I know is that when I was sitting here and I was like, okay, I really want to kind of like do this particular episode, I kept being drawn away from it and drawn into what we're actually going to be doing. And whenever that happens, I know that means that someone somewhere out there is going to hear this episode and they need to hear it. Like they need to hear it at this time. And while this show, this show allows, this show does a lot for me. It gives me therapy because I can share my experiences, which I was not planning um, on doing as much as I have. I was not thinking that's how the show was going to go. The show really like, I had like one direction for it. It's kind of morphed into all these different places and I love it. I love the direction of our show. I love how it's being worked. I love everyone we're able to meet and and work with and everyone who's willing to come on the show and everyone who listens. Like I love it so much. But this uh direction of the show is not what I had planned for it to begin with. So the therapy that I get from it from being able to share my own experiences and also at the same time validate my own experiences is really like mind blowing for me. And then um you know, when I, when I sit back and, and I have that, and then I have like these community things that I'm able to do with you guys and, um, all these people who tune into the show and write beautiful reviews and they're so kind and so lovely. It really blows my mind. But just knowing that I feel so drawn to do this, I, I guess, I don't know, maybe a lot of people need it. Maybe it's just like good to talk about it or touch on it. Uh, Maybe someone somewhere needs it, but If you do, I hope that this episode helps you. So let's get into it without further ado. Now, to be a little personal with you guys, the last, I want to say maybe from like 2017 on to probably, probably May of this year has been a really stressful time for me. There has been so many changes and so many things that have been going on that I never expected would happen. 
Now, that doesn't mean that I've never been happy. Yeah, I've, I've definitely been. There's days where I'm like ecstatic and overjoyed. And, you know, I tend to be the type of person who makes the best situation out of anything that I can. Um, but that doesn't mean that it's always been easy to. Now, in that, um, I think the first thing that I want to talk about is stress. Stress does a lot of things to your body. And it does a lot of things to your soul. Stress can kill you if you're not careful. And while I never really let it take me to that place, at least I didn't think I did, I wasn't taking care of myself either. And that led to me having anxiety. And if you guys want to hear more about that, there's a podcast I was on called Exenity. Um, and we talked about that there. It's also on the website, thehauntedride.com and the about page. At the bottom, I have like a list of all the people's podcasts that I've been on and the episodes if you guys ever want to listen to them and find out little like side things. But I never thought I would ever have anxiety. I mean, I've always had a lot of stress in my life. I haven't had the easiest of lives. I think that a lot of human beings sit down and we're looking for our purpose in the world. And so if you like have this feeling like you kind of like know what it is, I I do feel like everyone kind of sits down and at some point in their life, they'll be doing something and they'll feel this, like they'll feel happy. Like they'll feel like, holy shit. Like, I feel like I found myself. I feel like I fulfilled my purpose. And I do think a lot of that has to do with, if you think of it from like a spiritual standpoint, basically what you were really meant to do in this world and you know that's that's great and everything and it's great to like sit down and want to do that and you know want to fulfill that purpose but it doesn't mean that it's easy and living in this world is not easy it's really not I don't necessarily think it's supposed to be easy I think it's one of those it's not supposed to be easy it's supposed to be worth it type of situations but I know that's really hard sometimes for people to hear and understand because like Sometimes you're like, dude, can I just please catch a fucking break? Last week was that for me. Um, There were things in my life that had changed and things that I was still dealing with. And um, one of the stressful situations basically just blew up and I had a breakdown. It wasn't a super bad breakdown. It could have been worse, but I did have a breakdown. And I was just like, this is too much. Like, this is really too much. And that's what stress does. Like, at the end of the day, like, that's what happens when you're stressed out. Like, I think for all of us, there's this point where you get to where you're just like, this is too much for me to continue to deal with. And you have to make a choice at that point. Do you stay in this moment with stress or do you move out of it? Now, before I continue along that train of thought, I want to go back to um, kind of when the beginning of all like the stress started for me was when I had taken a job. Uh, I was really down and out of my luck. I'd been out of work for almost a year. During that time, there are some things that had happened, and I was actively searching, but it was just what I what I did. Uh, I think there were like six other companies that laid off a ton of people who did what I did with more experience than what I did. They were at higher levels than what I did, and they just needed to get a job. And so it became like this market where I was, while I had years of experience, I was actually underqualified for some things and overqualified for some others. And I'm like, dude, what is this bullshit about being overqualified? I just want a fucking job. Like, if I can do the job, like, what is, like, what does it matter? Just stop. And it was, it was stressful and that was really, really hard. And, you know, that got into other situations. But what happened was um, I was working with a temp agency And I had got this, and here's where we get into a little bit of the paranormal stuff. See, I promise you there's some in it. I'd gotten this feeling to call a temp agency that I was working with that I actually really felt like that was going to be the one to help me find a job. You know, I was still doing it on my own and still like signing up for stuff and going to interviews, but we had a huge hurricane here. And I had done two interviews that I was waiting to hear back on, both with excellent salaries. And I was like, oh, good. Like, I... I knew I aced one of them. And I was like, oh my God, you know, this, this might be really, really great. It might be perfect. And then we had a hurricane. Um, tons of people had a lot of damage. And so did the buildings of both of the interviews I went for. So they ended up not being able to hire for that position. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, what the fuck? Why? Like, what? The, why? And so 
as I find this out, I have, I'm waiting for the temp agency to return my phone call that I just called because I had this feeling like, you should call them. They're going to have something for you. The lady calls me back and she goes, it's funny that you called because I just got this opportunity. She tells me about the opportunity and she's like, she for some reason didn't really seem like I would want to take it. And I was just like, again, hello, I don't have a job. I've been out of a job for almost a year. Like, it's in my field. It's offering me what I want to receive. Like, why would I not take the job? So she cautioned me about some stuff with it. Um, people that she'd had to go there before that didn't really work out. I was like, oh, that's not really going to be a problem. And here's what I should have taken away from that. I should have taken away that the universe was clearly working through this woman because she had no allegiance to me. We'd been working together for probably at this point, like two months. So in my mind, I wasn't hearing, oh, like, here's this caution. Here's this caution. Here's this caution. Here's this caution. I was hearing, oh, that's not going to be a problem for me. That's not going to be a problem for me. That's not going to be like, I was determined to make this work. She said, okay. She said, I'll let me get back with, with the person and see when we can set up an interview. I said, great. Now, I also want to go into this to say that I manifest a lot of things. Um, I don't really like to think about it that way. It's partially a, um, I never want to be like, oh, look at me. Like I can do whatever I want and I can like manifest all this stuff. And like, I don't, I don't really like to think about it that's, that way. I just like to think about it as like, thank you universe. I, I don't like the whole like cocky ego of it. I think you can definitely do it in like a laughable, humorous way. And there is definitely like a part where I do not maybe put as much faith in my abilities as maybe I should sometimes. And I do also hold myself back from using them quite often. It's typically not unless I'm in desperate, a desperate situation that I'm going to even bother to like try. So that's something that I've had to work on a lot. Going back to the past here for a second. Um, so I go on the interview and after I get out of the interview, this lady tells me, oh, by the way, I've got a second place that I want you to go interview at. And she's like, I can't really tell you too much about them though, because they don't really have like a solid job description. That was like a, eh. because the job that I left had done the exact same thing to me became a oh melissa you know how to do this uh yeah what do you need okay cool can you do it sure so i do it the one time think that's it oh no now i'm doing it a hundred times on top of my actual job and i was doing that 16 different times under 16 different hats it was just way too much so when i heard like she didn't have a job description i was kind of like oh i don't know about this i i've learned that this does not work very well for me you know, I need to know what am I going to, what do you expect out of me? I don't want to see your face light up when I tell you, yeah, I can do this. Or I can do that or do the other, because I also know that means you're going to take advantage of me because I know how to do it. Long and behold, we have the interview. The lady was pretty nice. She was very upfront about a lot of the issues that were in their department, which I appreciated, but they clearly had a lot, a lot of changes and they were clearly about to let some people go. And I was like, I don't, I, I don't really know if this is the place I want to go. So I have that interview, I leave, and the lady from Temp Agency calls me back. and She's like, oh, hey, by the way, that first job, they want you to start. And I was like, oh, crap, for real? She's like, yeah. She's like, okay, but now you just finished with this person. Like, how did that go? Like, talk to me about how that went. So I told her, she's like, did she feel like she would offer it to you? And I said, well, yeah. And she goes, well, do you want to wait to see if she does? And kind of, you know, go through and pick who you want to work with? And I said, no, I want the first job. Because the first job very clearly told me exactly what I was going to be doing. And that, for me, was so important, I took it. In addition, before I got the job, I had manifested certain qualities that I wanted. And while I was there, I believed those qualities existed. And for the first couple of months, they existed as well. What I didn't do was, I didn't re-manifest those qualities after they hired me on full-time at the company. I didn't do it for the second part. So when I got to the second part, everything changed. I've never worked at a place that was so toxic, so horrible. And you guys might be sitting there being like, you're an empath. Why didn't you pick up on it? Well, because one, I had shut off from my abilities, which means that there are certain things that if you hit them just right enough, I would look at you and be like, there's something off here but I couldn't figure out what it was. And that's what was happening. So I was like, oh, there's something off here or there's something off about this. But I was like, okay, well, I'm over here on this side and you guys aren't here, so it doesn't matter. But I should have made it matter. And I didn't. 
So he's at this place, and I mean, it's it's the place that for the most part of this podcast, whenever I mentioned my job, that's where I was talking about. When I mentioned, like, there was a ghost, um, I think in one of the bonus episodes I said there was a ghost in the room downstairs. I didn't know what the hell that was, but that shit was not good. It was not. It was very dark, very oppressive, and evil. It darkened the whole hallway. You could feel it as you were coming into the building. And I was like, mm, don't like you, and never going through there again. Um, there was a ghost that would play with the elevators. This, this is also the place where a ghost attached itself to me because it just wanted to go to the light, but couldn't find it. And I was basically like the brightest light there. So it just sort of thought it was me and was really confused. So that job is where I had anxiety. That was the first time I ever had anxiety. It, I was so stressed out from everything else. It was like, there were so many times that I would tell my husband, honey, I don't understand why it seems like I have more problems since I took this job than I did when I didn't have one. And now that I'm not there, like now that like I'm out of there, I'm looking at that and I'm like, why, why did that not like ding to you that something was wrong? Why did you not look at that? But here's the thing. And this is really why I wanted to tell that whole entire story. You should never talk badly about yourself, ever. We're all human. Just because I'm an empath and a psychic and a medium and 20 other fucking things right now doesn't mean that during that time I was using those abilities. I really wasn't. I would, they would just kind of pop up every once in a while or if I really needed them for something or if I was like tired enough or in that place enough that I could feel it and my, and my guard against my own abilities and my own self was down. But it wasn't always. Sometimes I had so much stress going on, I didn't have time to focus on myself. And that really hurt me. I'm not going to lie, that really hurt me. It's going to take me a while. And that's actually part of why I broke down last week, because I thought I was, I was done with everything at that job. And long and behold, something else happened. I was like, you, like, I'm not even there. You guys still can't get your shit together. And there are some things that can't be helped. It would be so easy to sit down and after that whole experience be like, okay, well, I manifested a good job. And I did originally. Like I said before, when I, I asked for specific things that I wanted out of a job. And when I was under the temp agency, I got them. I got every single one of them without any question, without any problem. But then when I became a full-time employee, which meant I left that temp agency, even that process was hectic. Like there were so many red flags that I should have known that I didn't pay attention to. And at the end of the day, you're not going to always pay attention to them. You're not. Like, just even if you can tell the future, it doesn't mean that you're going to see every future out there. There's constant different paths and roads. And as you cross them, you're not going to see every single thing. So I think the most important part for this episode up to this point is to say, don't be so hard on yourself. Like, don't. Like, don't sit there and put yourself down because you didn't see this happening. Don't sit there because you allowed yourself to be in this situation. Don't sit there because you took the situation, even if you realized it maybe wasn't that much of a good one. Don't do that to yourself. In every single situation and every experience, there's something for you to learn. And as horrible as this job was, with that though, I've learned so much and I wouldn't have learned it at the time that I did had it not been for this job. I learned how to take care of myself in the ways of I learned that you need to meditate. You can't just like sit there and be like, hey, I'm doing okay today, so I don't need to do this. No, fucking meditate. Fucking take a deep breath and do it for a couple minutes. You know, I, I, I revitalized my love with meditation because of this job. I really did. Um, I began to understand my emotions. I tend to mother people, uh, not in an overbearing way, but if you need help, I'll help you. So I spent so much time giving help to other people. I didn't give any to myself. And this job showed me that. It had always really been there. I, I don't, I can't really ever say there was a time where I sat down and I was like, hey, you know what? You need, you need to take care of yourself today. I didn't know what, I didn't know how to rest. Like for real, like I would lay down in bed and so like, yeah, okay, my body technically is like resting, but I'd be typing a mile a minute on a computer trying to like look at something. I did not rest. 
Like I, I'm, I, I, I have never known how to rest until after being at this job. Reason being, because if I didn't rest, I was going to lose my mind. That's pretty much that simple. And I began to understand why my body was tired. I began to understand like, hey, it's okay to take a nap. Or, you know, prioritize yourself first. Like that was something that was really huge for me. And I didn't know how to do any of those things before. Like, like the, the reason why we have these like good endings at the end of every episode is because of what I've gone through in my life and because of this job and because of my anxiety. And because when I learn something like new and fantastic and amazing, I want to share it with you guys if it's going to help you grow and assuming it helped me grow. I feel my emotions now in a very tangible way. It's almost like I'm wrapped in them. And so if I'm sad, I don't have the opportunity or the knowledge of how to like hide that from myself which I used to do all the time. I used to just be like, okay, yeah, I'm feeling this thing, but like, hey, sorry, can't feel it right now. Deal with this later. And that's what made me have anxiety. And now I don't have that. Now it's like, okay, if I'm sad, no, why are you sad? I mean, I will literally go sit in my car or go in the bathroom and just be like, what's wrong? I talk to myself like that. I literally say, what's wrong? What's going on with you today? What, like, what started this? And I know most people are going to be like, I don't have time to do that. But you really do. And if you don't, you need to make some time. Because breaking down or blowing up or imploding or exploding, it's not healthy. That's really not. Not in that way. Not against yourself. Those are some of the things I learned from this job. I learned how to embrace my spirituality because of this job. I realized that part of my anxiety was that I was constantly holding myself back from my full potential and that included my full potential in my spiritual practices and the second i opened up those gates they just fucking flew open and they stayed there i mean i'm i'm sorry guys but i'm constantly surprised about how many things happen to me in a day but i i've said it before i really i really honestly like thought to myself like crap like if i don't get people to send in their story to the show i'm gonna run out of stories and uh so far we're so good <laughs> but in embracing my spirituality and embracing my abilities and seeing ghosts you know even that has been different and that's something i really wanted to talk about and touch on too you know i had spirit guides that i would talk with and deal with and when i kind of reopened myself i'm gonna be honest some of them weren't there and that actually really hurt like it hurt because it was like as someone who typically is super, super hard on myself, and even after all the spiritual growth and everything I've done, I can still be hard on myself. The difference is now I recognize that. I now sit down and I'm like, oh, crap, Melissa, you're being really hard on yourself. Like, why are you doing this? You don't have to be that way. It's okay. You're, you're, you're human, and you're allowed to make mistakes, and it's okay. But when I didn't have some of the spirit guys there, I was like, man, is that how, like, in my mind, I thought that meant that I had kind of, like, fallen like, you know, oh, how the mighty have fallen, kind of. Like, shit, like, I've gone down really far on this. And um, I thought that I didn't have them because I couldn't see them anymore. But this actually wasn't what happened. It was that while I had closed myself off, yes, it never changed what level that I was at spiritually. So when I opened myself back up, I didn't need those spirit guides anymore. And it is actually, like, when you build a bonding relationship with your spirit guide or someone around you who is assisting you in like your everyday life and helping you like kind of get through things and navigate and understand and learn more about how to like raise your vibration and you know achieve like a better growth of yourself and a spiritual growth for yourself it's really weird when they just kind of like hey all right i've taught you everything i was here to teach you now here's your next person you're okay like i'm sorry for me that's actually really hard like, the spirit guide who a couple of you have told me, have written to me and told me that you hear another voice in my episodes, of which is not mine. It sounds similar, but it'll be kind of crackly, and it's because it's not here with me. Uh, that would be my spirit guide. Um, I've said uh, episode 25 was pretty much dedicated to her and her, like, smartassness, <laughs> but she's not... She's not around in that way anymore. I mean, she's still here, but not, um, 
she's more internal now. And that took me aback because I was like, whoa, like, wait a second. Like, I don't hear you all the time. I don't see you all the time. I'm not connected with you the way that I used to be. And wait, no, I really like that connection. Like, come back. And it's like, and if you want them to come back, they may come back. But I had to understand that what she had to teach me, I've now learned and embodied and now I'm on to the next lesson. And it's a constant learning experience. And part of that learning experience is also knowing that this is going to change. And while, yes, it is sad when, like, they, you know, one kind of, like, goes away for another one to come forward for a period of time or things like that, it is sad. Because if you've built this bond with, with someone, even if they're just a spirit guide, like, it's kind of like, wait, where'd, like, where'd my friend go? Where did my guidance and my buddy kind of go, even from, like, across the pond, meaning the spiritual pond? And um, it's weird. It's a weird thing. But you can't just like stay in a stasis. I read this quote the other day that was, it was somebody talking about how they hate change. And the person basically like came back and said, but change happens every day. So really the only constant is change. And that's true. If your spirit guides never change out, you know, or, you know, you never leave your house or you never try a new meal like what happens you get tired you get bored you get stuck so those things have to change even if they're hard it's just really important to sit down and look at yourself and look at your life right now like i just want you to like you know even just like after you've listened to this part pause this episode and do it just sit down take a deep breath close your eyes take another deep breath and ask yourself how are you doing today Look at the stress that's in your life, write it down, acknowledge it, and then ask yourself, how can you release it? How can you let it go? That's what I want everyone to get out of this episode, is I had so much stress in my life, and it taught me something. In order for me to understand the lesson, I had to not only let the stress kind of go a little, and it didn't mean I wasn't still stressed, it was, but I had to let it go a little And instead turn around and say, how can I help myself through this? I had to stop and say, this is not a burden. I can't just sit here and be like, why is this happening to me? Woe is me. I wish this wasn't happening to me. I've done everything. Like, I couldn't do that. I couldn't do it. I had to sit and say, okay, what can I learn from this? What do I need to learn from this? What am I experiencing right now? How am I feeling? You realize, like how those words simply just changed. That's what I want everyone to get out of this episode today. Because right now, I'm in a good place. I'm in a place that scares me, to be honest with you. I feel so different as a person. And this transformation that's been going on with me really started when I opened myself back up. Um, When I started to listen to myself and check in with myself and see how I was doing. In February, there was a huge transformation. I think I talked to you guys about how my spirit guide actually really made me change my taste in music and stuff, and I was so pissed off. But even though she's not actively, like, buzzing around in my ear, I'll hear that song and be like, it's not for me. That sadness and loneliness is in that song, it's not for me. That's not what I invite into my life. And I think that's what, like, we have to stop and we have to look at every single day, too, is what are we inviting into our lives? Because... And I'm going to steal another quote right now. Yeah, that's right. This is motivational time with Melissa. (laughs) I think that's what we're going to... I think this is going to be the title of the episode. Motivational time with Melissa. (laughs) Um, It was basically like, if you sit there and you expect the worst and you talk about yourself negatively and you talk about a situation the worst, that is what you are accepting from the universe. In other words... If you sit down and let's say in this, you know, in the situation with that job, if I sit down and I go, oh God, this job is so horrible. I wish I didn't have this job today. Like this job is so negative and it's so bad and, and it just ruins me. It ruins me and I don't understand why this is happening to me. I don't understand. Okay, first off, there's a lesson in every single thing. So if you don't understand what the lesson is, guess what? You're going to still keep going through it until you figure it out. That's like, that's the beginning of everything. Like, think of the universe as a giant parent. As a parent, what do you do to teach your child something? You al- you tell your child and you instruct your child and you try to guide your child, right? 
But then at some point, your child's going to look at you and be like, like, mom, you're crazy or dad, you're crazy. Fuck it. Like, it's fine. Like, you, you're making a big deal of it. It's okay. It's that whole, like, sometimes you have to let your child put their hand on the stove and feel the fire. You can't just tell them that it's warm. It's that. Like, so if you're sitting here and you're like, I don't understand why this is happening to me, blah, 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 blah. Clearly, the universe is going to be like, okay, well, since you haven't learned your lesson, let me keep you in this situation as much as it pains me to do so until you learn your lesson. You can want something as much as you want. You can put all your intention. You can ask those questions of why. But if you just wait for a second, the universe will tell you. You know, you can want a million bucks, but this doesn't mean that it's meant for you to get it. But perhaps instead, you may get a bonus that you weren't expecting you were going to get. Or, you know, you may find some money on the ground that you really needed to make, like, your next payment for, like, whatever. I think that we spend so much time moving around in this world that we don't stop and just be grateful for what we have. And on top of not being grateful for what we have, we don't stop enough to just sit down and be thankful either. Even to ourselves, we don't, we don't spend time with ourselves. And it's, it's so sad. My past experiences in life has shown me how sad I really was. Right now, you know, I said it a couple minutes ago, I, who I am right now is not who I have been for years. This person that I am right now, if you would have asked me a couple months ago if I could be that person, I would say I hope so. Like, I really hope so. But I don't know if I could. I remember when I was a kid, I had this vision of myself being this woman. And I was like, wow, that would be amazing if I could be that woman. But that woman is so strong and she, she knows so much and she's learned so much. And, and I don't, you know, it, as my life was going on and things were going on and they were getting so bad, I'll be honest, I, I really didn't, I kind of really didn't think that I had the ability to be that person. So I wasn't. It wasn't until I stopped and I said, no, I need to be this person. I need to figure out who I am and how I am and why. Like, I need to just understand how I work. I need to look at what makes me happy and what doesn't. What means something to me? What fulfills me? What gives me something and what doesn't? And it wasn't until I really did that that I began to walk on the journey to become that woman. And I'm not there today at all. Like, I'm not. But... I am so much of a more healthy individual right now than I have ever been. And it's because I've sat down and I've, I analyze my emotions and I say to myself, how am I doing? What's going on with me today? I've learned that I have to be okay with confrontation. I'm not a confrontational person. Uh, I don't like to hurt anyone's feelings. I would rather be the one hurting than to hurt others. And I'm sorry, that's not healthy. I want to remove the stigma of being selfish is a bad thing. There's a difference between being selfish and self-love. Don't be selfish, but have self-love. There's a difference. There's a difference in me saying, what you're doing right now hurts me, and I don't appreciate it, versus you're a fucking jerk, and I can't believe you. How could you do this to me? You know, you were never a good friend. Do you notice that even the tonal changes, I can hear it in my voice right now, even the tonal changes, one is higher, one is lower. Work on that higher self, work on that higher frequency, work on that higher force that's within you. Because we all have the ability to be like super positive, super great people. But life has just happened to us in such a way that we just don't think we have time for it. I mean, now when I look at myself and I see what's like going on around me, I'm like, holy shit, like I didn't know I could find things that fulfill me. Like what was it on our Patreon? I did our first weekly tarot card reading last week. And last week, I went nuts and did a whole bunch of stuff on Patreon and just, like, a whole bunch of things, a whole bunch of stuff. Um, and I was like, oh, you know, like, I love tarot cards, of course, but, um, you know, I, it's just a tarot card reading. I got so much fulfillment out of that. I got so much. It blew me away. I was like, holy shit. I was like, wait, like, I really connect with this. This podcast... Had I not gone through the things that I'd gone through, had I not loaded myself back as a, to the supernatural and the paranormal, our paranormal world, I would not be doing this. I would not be doing this. But this has led to me also realizing other things that I like to do. 
It's led to me being able to figure out how to do those things. Where I was scrounging around in my brain about how to do them, I was like, why isn't it working? Why isn't it working? It's like, because you're not, you're not ready for it. You want it so badly, but you like emotionally and spiritually and physically and mentally are not ready for it. And I'm now getting to the point where I am. And I'm realizing that too. Like I, I remember uh, a long time ago when I, I was, um, I used to run a blog on Tumblr. Um, if you guys are interested, it's called Tree Lines and Poppy Fields. Now, because of Tumblr's like bullshit, everything is out of order. But I had a story on there and I would, I mean, I would write that story religiously. I'm not kidding. I never missed a day. I wrote every single fucking day and I loved it. I loved being able to write. I loved being able to find my writing voice again because I had stopped writing. I, I mean, I, I'm telling you guys, like I had stopped everything that I loved. I'd stop singing. Um, I'd stop dancing. I'd stop writing. Uh, I didn't enjoy food as much, which I love to cook. So I wasn't, I wasn't depressed. I just was not prioritizing me. I was prioritizing everything else. And so, um, when I got that, the, you know, the job that I just left, um, I remember I would, I would sit there, I would sit at the computer and I would look at it and I'd be like, why can't I write this scene? Why, why am I stuck here? Like I had never had like writer's block ever. I mean, I might get tired of writing for that, like, that day. Yeah, because I wrote so much. But I would never have writer's block. I started taking breaks when I had, I mean, I had been running the blog for three years religiously without taking a single break. I mean, by a break, I mean, like I posted like routinely on a schedule. I wrote on a schedule. I took pictures on a schedule. I did everything on a schedule. And I all of a sudden stopped doing that. And um, the fact that all of a sudden, like all these things are coming back to me, like, holy shit, like, wow, I have the inspiration to write. I, I wrote two poems over the course of a day. And I was actually really exhausted. And I was like, I, I had the inspiration. I was like, look, honestly, I just need to go to bed. And then I fell asleep. <laughs> I fell asleep and I woke back up. And I got up and I was like, no, I need to write. No, I need to write it down. Write down. Now, now I need to write it down. <laughs> and I do feel like inspiration and creativity are also part of spirituality. I do feel like expressing yourself. I, I think perhaps spirituality really is just the art of being able to express yourself in the way that best suits you and works best for you and helps you grow. And when you do that in also a way that's spiritual, that's what helps with spiritual growth. And so when I'm sitting here and I'm like writing my story about this or writing on that or researching this so I can write this or, oh, you know, what's a better word for this? Like when I'm doing those things, it fulfills something in me. There are so many things that now fulfill me, guys. And yeah, no, I don't want to go through shitty fucking experiences. No one does. But I cherish these things because those shitty experiences brought me here. So the last thing I'll say to sort of finish up this whole episode as I've been rambling on um, is, and I actually, I had already written it. If you uh, follow us on social media, I think it's uh, Twitter's Haunted Ride, Facebook, Pinterest, and Instagram is the, the Haunted Ride, then you've seen these stories if you read them. Um, but it's two little things that happened now that I've been in this point where I'm so grateful and thankful and so open to receiving universal messages more and more open to understanding how I work with the universe and um, my abilities and my spirituality and things like that. Um, just being more of a, a person who's more in love with being zen and peaceful. So I had had a dream. Okay, so I was extremely exhausted. And there were, um, in the dream, I had rolled out of bed. I'd gotten up, I'd opened the curtains as I typically would, and on the side of my house, there were four young adult crocodiles. And I was like, what the fuck? So all I'm thinking of these crocodiles is like, first off, why are there four crocodiles in my house, like, or near my house? Second off, like, what the, like, wh why? Third off, like, I can't, how am I supposed to, like, leave work? How am I supposed to get my dog outside? Like, I was, I was worried in the dream, like, I would just felt worried. And uh, the crocodiles had their tails to me and their mouths to my next door neighbor. And so as I'm like worrying about these crocodiles, I look down because I see this thing kind of like rustle and a huge boa constrictor comes slithering around the corner of my house, kind of comes around the back 
it's very close to the house, very clearly like separating, like creating like a border between me and the crocodiles. And it's lining itself up behind the crocodiles who don't know it's there and to clearly attack one of them. And I'm like, cool, like I'm going to feel, I feel better because, oh my God, like sweet, like this snake is going to protect me. And a snake is one of my power animals. So to me, okay, cool. Like even in the dream, I was just like, I knew the snake didn't mean me any harm and was there to protect me. So the snake goes and it strikes out at one of the crocodiles that are in the middle, bites it on the shoulder, begins to wrap it, though, from the bottom up, which if you know anything about snakes, especially constrictors, they don't wrap them around prey that way, lets go of its shoulder and begins to lift, with, the, with its body, lift the crocodile up in the air. Now this, like, crocodile's now, like, hanging in the fucking air. And from... My neighbor's house over the fence, I see, I believe it's called a craniosauria, craniosaurus, cranio, it's a dinosaur, basically, pops up, quick as a whip, pops up and bites this crocodile in half. The snake falls to the ground uninjured where, while the dinosaur is now eating and swallowing the crocodile. And then I woke up and I was like, okay, the Snake, I understand, because a titanium boa is my, is one of my power animals. So I get that. Don't get the crocodile, though. <laughs> I, I don't understand the crocodiles, though. And I don't understand what the, I think it's, I think it's a craniosauria. Craniosauria? That's not, that's not, we'll say that's right. I'll, you know, just Google it. It's, it's, sounds the same way it's spelt. <laughs> so craniosauria is... Not a power animal of mine, as far as I know. I don't know of any dinosaurs that I have that are uh, uh, power animals or any type of animal for me. Um, so this is kind of sort of strange to me that suddenly these things appear. So I, I wake up and I roll out of bed the same exact way I did. Now, now I'm awake. So now I wake up, I roll out of bed the same way I did in the dream. I open the curtains and I know there's no crocodiles over there. Like I know I'm awake and there's no dream. But I did kind of glance. Um, and then I, I get my phone and I look up crocodile dream meetings and basically um in a dream crocodiles are worries and so if you kill a crocodile in your dream you're basically like removing that worry from your life and you you know you don't need to worry about it anymore it's gonna be gone now here's the funny thing is i have this dream right before my horrible week <laughs> so I, it was it was great <laughs> which was last week so that's when i have the dream now, every single day last week, something happened, and I was just like, for real, what the fuck is going on? And finally, one of the days, I sat down, and I began to meditate. And um, this is why I always tell people, like, it's really important if you can remember your dreams, write them down. Uh, same with just how you're feeling, journal, things like that. So I begin to meditate, and I go into my normal meditation the same way I typically do. And as I'm meditating... I get into this place that's just full of light. Now, um, I, this is where I go all the time. I can never see in it though, but I do know when I'm meditating, I feel very familiar with it. I feel like I know where things are. It's almost like walking around like a blind person. You know something's there. You know where things are. It feels safe and good and homey and familiar to you, but you don't know it yourself. And so I'm walking around in here and I, all of a sudden I can see. Now, this is the first time I've seen in this place. And I remember just feeling that euphoria that I could see. And everything is beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. It's like a beautiful sanctuary. And then all of a sudden, the craniosauria is like me. It, it, like, it's, like I, it's like I look at my body spiritually and I am that dinosaur. And I realize that in that dream... It wasn't that, oh, you know, like my power animals are somehow working together in order to like deal with my worries. No, it was, I am this dinosaur. That is how fast and vicious and honest and strong I can be if I allow myself to be, including to take care of my worries. I just need to work with the universe and continue to receive those messages and continue to learn that everything's going to be okay and release. And while it's going to take time for me to release from the particular situation that was worrying me, I do need to do that, and it'll be okay, and I just need to keep that faith. So that's the first thing I see. Then, all of a sudden, I see, like, this um, third eye 
but not where your third eye is. So my third eye is there and I can feel it there, but it's now to like the left of where your third eye is and like all those pictures and stuff. Kind of over my left eye. It's vertical though, but the pupil and the actual iris itself worked just like our eyes did. It could open and close and blink. It was very strange. But I, I could very strongly feel it there above my, um, above my left eye. And I was like, whoa, okay. So then when this happens, it begins to snow. Like I see snow. And then I'm not in this like light sanctuary place anymore. Now I'm in this place that's covered in snow. And my hair is a different color and it's long and I feel it flowing down my back. My skin is silver, kind of, uh, it's not really gray, but it's almost like silver glittery, kind of, almost. Shimmery, I think, would be more, more of the correct term. And in my left hand, I'm holding a bowl. And in my right hand, I'm holding a chalice. My eyes are a different color. My whole, my, I don't, I do not see my body as my body. I, I see someone else's body there. And this person is strong and... While she can be compassionate, she's like virtuous and she's very distraught. And I realize that the way they're sitting and what they're holding and, and the feeling I'm getting from it is the tarot card, the high priestess. The high priestess in tarot is your intuition. It's talking about your intuition. It's talking about your spiritual growth. It's talking about you becoming your highest self, right? Like it's a very, very strong, very powerful card. And I realize what it's telling me is I am now the high priestess, meaning I am now very quickly on this path of becoming my highest self, which is amazing. So then as I realize this, the left, this like left third eye that's on my head, which I know it's really hard to picture this, slams open and it flings open so hard. And the force of that knocks me out of my meditation. And I was like, whoa, what the fuck? And I could feel that eye there the whole day. Actually, every time I talk about it, I can just feel it there again. So, okay, so this happens. And then, so, one of the things that was messed up was my paycheck. I had an intimate conversation with the universe, and I told the universe exactly what I wanted. I, I had gotten a message from my spirit friend. She's like, you need to tell the universe what you want. Like, you need to tell them what you want and what you're willing to accept and what you're not. These are the things I accept in my life. I don't accept these things anymore. I release them for me. And that's what I did. So that day, my mother, she had given me two out of the seven things that I had asked for from the universe. I never discussed this with her. When I got home that night, the third one was waiting for me, which is nearly impossible because I happen to know how slow the mail is here and I shouldn't have gotten it for another week. The following day, the fourth one came and now I'm only waiting for two out of the seven. I think that's just like the beauty of the universe. I think that's just like how if you are willing to establish a bond and strengthen that bond and work on that bond and talk with the universe and be like, hey universe, look like I want to release these things and I understand that you keep bringing them up for me to understand and release them, but I'm ready to now and I no longer accept these things in my life. So this is what I accept. And yes, that is manifestation to a point too, but I also think like manifestation is really just strengthening a bond with the universe and like working with the universe. And I think if you allow yourself to step outside of yourself sometimes and work with the universe, um, it will work with you and your life will be much different. Even if it's not perfect, it will be different after that. Just look at yourself and how you're doing and just take care of yourself and notice things outside of yourself notice the universe working for you and that while life can be difficult it's not always going to be and to so just give it a second and and try to learn what that lesson is there and know that you're going to be okay i think people need to remember that right now you're going to be okay so with that um if you have a story to send you can submit it on thehauntedred.com or send it to thehauntedred at gmail.com um, I think the next episode that we actually do will be an interview, but after that we'll get into some stories, because I've been really wanting to get into those, and I have some really awesome ones there. And then, um, if you enjoy the show, please subscribe to it and rate and review us. We also have a Patreon if you would like to support the show. It's patreon.com slash thehauntedride. 
Right now we have two tiers. The first one is $2 and it gives you access to like a shout out, thank you message, early access to episodes, something that we call ghostly bits, which are typically segments that are around uh, somewhere under five minutes. Normally the last two have been around a minute or so, but somewhere under five minutes. And they're just little personal tidbits from episodes that I've deleted because I was just like, oh, you know, I'm, I don't want to really put that in there right now. Or maybe I want to say it a little differently. But I did really want someone to hear it, and so I put it up there. And it also gives you access to our weekly tarot readings. Um, now, they are group readings. I'll just kind of ask the cards, hey, what do you want the Patreon members to know today? And the cards will tell me something, and then I write it out there. And then we have the $5 tier, which gives you all of those things too. But it also gives you the ability to our bonus episodes, which happen once a month, typically around the 15th of the month, but always on a Saturday. And then we also have our spiritual guidance and paranormal um, advice services on the website. The paranormal advice is $2 and spiritual guidance is $5. Um, so if you're interested in those, those are on the hauntedred.com on the main page and also under the, sh I think it's under the shop or store now. We have a YouTube channel. I will never be able to tell you what the numbers are for that because I don't know why YouTube just does numbers and won't let you just like actually do a URL. But if you search the Haunted Ride, like the Haunted Ride, a paranormal podcast, it should come up. And also, it's on thehauntedride.com. And then we also have the Facebook group. The Facebook group is Haunted Ride Squad. And yeah, I think that's all we've got for today. I'm not going to do like a thing I've learned because I think we talked about everything I've learned over the last year and a half, more so the last like two weeks. But um. Yeah, just take care of yourself, guys, and love yourselves and love others and treat yourselves well and right and you're okay. Like, just remember you're going to be okay. Um, And then also I hope you have a great day and a great night. And last but not least, don't let the ghost get you. Bye. Bye.